What's up, everybody? Robin E. here on another episode of Pillow Talk. As always, thank you. Thank you to everybody who ever supports, shares, and listens to my stuff. Always appreciate that. If you're not already, follow me on social media. My Instagram, Robin E. 93 with two Bs. And my Twitter at E. 93 Robin Man. Make sure you guys follow me. I follow back. Twitter's lit. IG's lit. Make sure you guys tune in. Always giving a shout out to Culture Flea Apparel, hottest clothing gear on the streets right now. If you're not rocking culture, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Check out the website, cultureflea.bigcartel.com. That's cultureflea with two E's, .bigcartel.com. And if you're not subscribed to Pillow Talk, what the fuck are you doing? Again, make sure you guys subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Republic, and Breaker. Pillow Talk Blacklist, episode three. Drop it right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Blacklist, all right, here on Pillow Talk, episode three. So for those who are unaware, don't know, Blacklist is basically a show within a show, <laughs> Every week, in addition to my regular podcast, I'll just be dropping blacklists, just stories specifically pertaining to the black community. Um, As a black woman, I feel like it's my duty, you know, to tell our truths by any means necessary, right? Um, So far, there's been two episodes, so make sure you guys check out the previous Blacklist Episode 1 and Blacklist Episode 2 episode three right now so i want to get into the missing black girls epidemic because the number is astonishing bnc okay black news channel 24-hour black news station coming to television this year and the tragic death of engineer tyreek hudson so 64,000 missing black girls okay this was a number that was reported back in 2014 And this isn't just something centered like solely in Chicago or D.C. It's something worldwide that's an epidemic. Why? First off, how? How did the number even get that high to the point where it's in the thousand, hundred thousands? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, As a black woman, I definitely feel scared. Um, The racial injustice in America is just absurd. And this is just another form of how they do us here in America. Besides, you know, the number totaling, there's really no explanation for it, which makes it even more sadder. So you mean to tell me that we're disappearing, we're, you know, missing, and nobody knows why. Nobody's, you know, found half of the girls that have gone missing. Um, They try to label us as runaways or prostitutes or sex workers that we voluntarily, you know, leave our lives to go out and just be missing. Um, that's bullshit. Who wants to fucking go voluntarily missing? You know what I'm saying? It's different if you're coming from a bad situation and you're trying to better your life and you run away and you make something of yourself. But, you know, these are little girls that are missing as well. Half of them that cannot, you know, fend for themselves. So why would they just turn a prostitution? Why would they just run away like that? Um, things are trying to be done. I had to research and see what was actually being done about it. And I saw that U.S. representatives Bonnie Watson, Robin Kelly, and Yvette, I'm sorry, Yvette uh, D. Clark initiated the Congressional Caucus on Black Women. 
And for those that don't know, like a caucus is basically just a meeting where, you know, they uh, discuss a specific issue, address problems, discuss how it can be resolved, create tactics, things of that nature. So this is something that was created in 2016. Um, It was an effort, you know, aimed at creating policies to bring awareness to this issue. But there hasn't really been any tactics implemented since this has been created. With little to no coverage, you know, compared to whites and other races, missing girls aren't getting, you know, the exposure uh, needed. Racism still exists, you know, it just comes in different variations these days. A 2015 study uh, showed that media covered only 20% uh, reported on missing black children, 20% coverage, even though they make up 40% of all missing children cases. You know, the disparity between missing black girls uh, was specifically even higher as more than 55% of missing black children are girls. So why? Again, I ask why, you know, why is this happening? A lot of it does have to do with the lack of media coverage. Um, Of course, I live outside of Chicago and there was just some some white boy, little white boy that was missing and it, it was all over the news and they found out that his parents were guilty. And I'm not saying that that's not a tragic situation because it is. And I send my prayers to, the, you know, that little boy and his other family members because no child deserves to be, you know, dealing with that. But the fact that he got so much media coverage was just crazy to me. You know, we damn near helped the police solve the case, you know, at that point. But it's like, damn, there's so many other black girls that are missing, black women that are missing, that go missing, that have all of these questions up in the air and they get, what, maybe one or two news stories or a couple shares online. You know, the disparity just just isn't fair. Like with the whole um, Kanika Jenkins situation, the only reason I feel like it did take off the way it did was because social media drove that. You know, the police ruled it and were ready to rule it out, you know, as such, but we kept pushing. We were (laughs) becoming detectives. And it's sad, you know, when you have to do like civil justice, you know, you have to take things into the matter of your own hands and show them that you're missing shit you're missing stuff like do we need to do that for every missing black girl or any missing black woman that comes across our screen is it now our duty to push it because the police won't and then they say they're overwhelmed by the number because they're not able to you know combat with it they're not able to find 20 percent of the missing black girls it's just like what the fuck man if it was you know And then again, I always like to say I'm not a racist, period. I'm not a racist. I respect anybody who respects me, no matter what color you look like, purple, green, brown, blue, whatever. As long as you respect me, I respect you. But I am a black person who knows my black history. And to be woke and be aware in today's society is a dangerous thing because it allows you to be conscious of shit that goes on around you. You know, have these been white women that were missing or white girls that are missing and the number hit shit maybe a thousand it wouldn't get to six hundred thousand six hundred forty thousand seven hundred thousand it definitely wouldn't get to that point but had it reached a thousand it would have been fuck a shutdown everybody would have been putting out a list of these white girls all the time would have been man hunts you feel me over time would have been groups writing up support shit and getting stuff you know, pass through the law to create bills for so-and-so, Susie, and it just would be a fiasco, you know what I'm saying? But you don't see that. You don't see that for blacks or Hispanics or minorities in general that do go missing, even though we make up more than half of missing people cases. 
that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's bullshit. The image of uh, that America has given to black women, you know, it makes it seem as if we're throwaways at times. It makes it seem as if we're promiscuous, you know, we're fast, we're trifling, we ghetto, we're over-sexualized. We create all of these situations that lead us to this situation. As if we asked for this shit, as if we asked to be kidnapped, as if we asked, you know, to be thrown away, to be taken away from our families. America painted this image of us leaving out the simple fact that we are still human, a trait that we all share. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we're all human. And what human deserves to go missing, you know, and no one bat an eye? What human deserves no media coverage after blood or struggle is shown at their last spotted appearance? What human child or woman deserves to be forgotten? Period. That's just bullshit. There's no excuse. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it really hurts me because it makes me scared. It makes me worry. Damn. You know, if I go missing... Will I get maybe one rotation, you know, on a nine o'clock news and then that'll be the end of it? Will I get a couple of shares and then that'll be the end of it? What do you tell these families who are missing their wives or their daughters or their cousins or their sisters? Who who do you, you know, how do you express that? I'm so sorry your child's missing. We've done everything we can. And they're just lost at that point. You just, you don't know what happened to them. They've just been another number added to the tally of missing black people because this is a, you know, regularity. This is something that America has become used to. This is something that America has accepted. The responsibility needs to be in our hands. We have to take in these platforms like the internet. Luckily, that does give us the opportunity to share, 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 tell, 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 tell. We have to take it, you know, upon ourselves. You know, pillow talk is here, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to be definitely a voice for black media. But I want everybody to just kind of be aware and understand that they're not going to do it. We have to do it. And it's been this way for a long fucking time, honestly. If you have time, check out some of these websites, um, www.blackandmissing.org or blackandmissinginc.com, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. All of these sites, you know, really focusing on missing children, especially minorities, you know, since they're um, the main ones that do go missing. Social media, again, is our new ally, and we need to, you know, take more quick and effective ways uh, to spread this awareness to stop this epidemic from increasing. The fact that there hasn't been any resolution still, um, like I said, is scary. Um, as a black woman that likes to go out and I like to enjoy myself and I like to, you know, meet people, I'm definitely more weary of my surroundings, more weary of the type of people I'm with, just because I know there's so many things that can happen. America throws us away and I don't want to be a throwaway. I don't want to be fouled away. You know, bring our black girls back, you know, bring our black women back, show this unity. Um, don't let anybody be forgotten. Don't let us fall to victim. I think maybe I'll start showing a list or maybe um, tagging, you know, some of the websites and sharing a link like on my Twitter and on my Instagram for people to just share as well so that we're checking these sites and mem kind of memorizing, you know, the people that are missing. You never know, you know, who you could see, what you could run into, how you could impact the situation, you know, um, all, as always, you know, divided we fall, but united we will always stand. So please take the time to share and bring black, uh, bring back our black girls because it's, it's, it's an epidemic. On a lighter note, BNC, 
black news channel baby so accurately put by the way um 24-hour news dedicated to black and urban stories but the key here isn't just you know black news station it's the fact that a black man you know is who created this black producers journalists editors film managers and directors will be running this behind closed doors this is a monumental moment all right this is this is great this is the first because huh it's 2019 and as much representation or huh, what cultural appropriation black people go through it this was long overdue y'all know bt ain't owned by blacks right y'all know that okay i just in case anybody know, they know it's owned by viacom who owns cmt uh the country music television mtv mtv2 mtv live comedy central nickelodeon paramount network vh1 nick jr like all this shit okay you know all of this shit um I guess you're probably wondering, you know, why they probably play the same types of shits. That's why we had Baby Boy on for like a year straight. And R.I.P. John Singleton, I love you. Don't get me wrong, okay? But damn, damn. I mean, at this point, we all live with Jody Mama. You feel me? Like, BT had that, like, unstuck mode. But that just goes to show you, you know, that whoever was in charge of the program and obviously didn't give a fuck about what black people want to watch, even though it's BET. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. But um, BNC will be the very first, okay? Former GOP congressman J.C. Watts is the chairman and visionary behind this black excellence, right? He's a real renaissance man, okay? He owns other businesses like J.C. Watts Companies, Watts Partners, uh, numerous other roles as corporate director for major companies like Dillard's, uh, CSX Corporation. Like, this is what we need, you know? It's one thing to have the black news station, but a black man did that shit, period. You did that. You did that. Okay, black business representation perfected. BNC will be launching to an estimated 33 million households. Amazing! All right, priding itself on being the only television news network um, with programming gathered, composed, and delivered by black people. They also uh, want to partner with HBCUs training young blacks while in college so that they can easily make the transition and work for the company. You know, creating that bridge. That's help, help out. Aspire to inspire. Okay. Um, for me, I went to school and I did radio broadcasting. And um, I did like the local news, college news station. I was like anchoring on there or whatever. I did it like maybe like two, two, three years. Um, and it was dope. You know, it was a great experience. It definitely recentered me as far as what it is I want to do um, and how I want to pursue myself in the news field. But, psh, in the department, even in college, okay, there was only like a handful of black people that were in the news station. And within that handful, there was only another handful that actually made airtime. A lot of the black people that I did the news with in college, they were more so behind the scenes, more so did like the camera work, you know, field production and stuff like that. A lot of us weren't on the screen. And then a lot of us didn't really have control as far as the type of stories we were putting out. It was just a lot of, you know, control from the hierarchy, um, which I feel felt like diluted that black essence uh essence so this is exciting for me um this is something that we need this is something that we need seriously you know i mean can you imagine seeing black anchors of all skin tones wearing pros you know what i'm saying twist styles dreads you know representing uh <laughs> you know and just producing reporting news for us by us fubu we miss you man what happened to fubu what happened <laughs> 
<laughs> this is representation to the highest degree. And this is the type of representation that we need. Okay. What's crazier is that this has been in the works since like 2004. Okay. Over 10 years. We knew this shit wasn't going to be easy, baby. We knew it wasn't going to be easy. But the reward will be sweet. BNC. I ain't going to never get tired of saying that shit. Okay. BNC. Hopes to preserve proud black American heritage, produce educational programming relevant and specific to black viewers, inspire black viewers with uplifting spiritual messages daily, give a voice to any undeserved community, showcasing blacks, achieving creative, positive role models for the youth, engaging black viewers. I mean, <laughs> I just, I'm a buzz of fear. This is just crazy. It's just, it's just powerful. November 2019 uh, is the premiere month, and as time gets closer, more announcements as to what channels um, you'll be able to access this on. It's amazing. This is, it's great. So let me just, real quick, I mentioned this on my Facebook, maybe like a week ago, a week or two ago. I saw an article, I did some research to see if it was real, and it was real. And I got in an argument with somebody with whom I know personally, but he felt like this BNC, the whole concept was promoting segregation. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't understand that. Any person that feels like black excellence or, you know, anytime a black person achieves something that's never been done before is a problem to me, that stems from racism. Listen, he's mixed. He has a white dad and a black mom. Okay, so his values and things that have been instilled in him are different to a degree. Um, even though he had a black mom, his his white dad was very prominent in his life. And I think that that influenced him to a certain degree. How could you be mad at something so powerful like that? It's the first. It's It will be the only. And who's to say how long it will, you know, last because ratings are bullshit and big corporations do find a way to move out the media, uh, move out the middleman. How could you find this as negative? This is positivity. This is representation. And it allows more opportunity for people of all shades and colors and hairstyles to get an efficient job. It also shows the professionalism that black people are capable of. I'm so sick of people saying how black people aren't professional, how we don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. God damn it, we do. It's possible. Okay, it's possible. It's nothing wrong with you being on your shit. Okay, period. But to see that type of black excellence only motivates you to want to be excellent. You know what I'm saying? If you're so used to seeing a certain type of image, of course you're going to revolt and be that type of image. But if you're exposed to other ways and you're exposed to, you know, greater opportunities that you can do and seeing someone who has dreads, you know, or, you know, has a twist out, has a fro doing that shit, period fight me anybody that feels like this is a move towards segregation fight me how how could you how could you this is a monumental moment so make sure you guys keep up with that bnc black news channel 24 hour news you could google it follow it i'm gonna look for the uh, link again because i i lost the little link i had but i'm gonna apply period okay um if i get a job up in there it's over with <laughs> Pillow talk on the big screen. <laughs> but it's great. It's, it's monumental. So BNC 24-Hour Black News coming to November this year. Unfortunately, on a sad note, and I always like to make sure I bring up crime 
because the killing of black men in America is still something that we're dealing with and it's still an epidemic, just like the missing black women. And I don't try to bring you down. You know what I'm saying? I don't want anybody to feel like, damn, she always got one negative thing on here. But it's important that we're aware of the type of crimes our people are enduring everywhere so that we can recognize that we need to address this shit. Tyreek Hudson, okay, a 22-year-old black engineer student killed by his 53-year-old white neighbor, James uh, Vermeck. Vermeck. I don't even give a fuck at this point what his last name is, okay? Neighbors witnessed James standing over Tyreek's body the night that he was killed. Tyreek, a great kid, right, recently moved uh, to Glen Burn, uh, Maryland, where he met James in his apartment complex. I will not... Okay, and I cannot pretend Tyreek was a thug or mean or harassed this white man because he did not. Months prior to Tyreek uh, being killed, he filed an order of protection against this man because he felt threatened for his life. All right, and the Maryland judge, Debbie Patterson, dismissed it, stating that the white man had done no acts at that time to go forth with the um, restraining order. One hearing was set forth where James claimed Tyreek was video recording him in his apartment. A 22-year-old engineer from another state who has no children or no desire to interact this man was accused of videotaping. What the fuck does he have to videotape you for, James? You don't live no fucking exciting life. You're an old, white-ass man. Who gives a fuck? Why? He's young. He's, he's working his job, living on his own, getting his money. Why would he need to record you? That's some dumb-ass shit, okay? Tyreek put forth the motion uh, for the restraining order um, after one encounter with James, as Tyreek took out the trash, James stared at him saying, you know what you did? And then putting his thumb to his throat, like mimicking, like he was going to kill his ass, like that little type of motion. This was the first time they met. This was the first time Tyreek had ever seen this white man. Two months later, after that encounter, after Tyreek went in and tried to get the restraining order, James shot Tyreek with a shotgun in front of his door. Again, I'm going to say this. Tyreek was not a thug. He was not a danger or threat to this man. He graduated from North Carolina A&T early, was offered a position at Northrop uh, Grumman as an engineer, and was promoted just in the short time he was there. He went to church. He helped his family. He loved superheroes and LeBron James. <laughs> it's, it's fucked up. A positive black man who didn't have any backlash or didn't have this type of image, you know, tagged to him. He was doing everything right. And he was going out of his way to make sure that this white man didn't fuck with him. Because again, we live in this type of America. I'm going to say it again, white supremacy, okay? White extreme terrorist groups, they do the most crimes, period. Out of all the extreme terrorist groups in the world. I feel threatened, shit. I feel threatened. I go certain places and it's nothing but white people and I'm getting looked at or they're kind of looking at me a certain way. I leave. I'm not even going to flex, period. I'm not even going to flex. And like I said, I'm not a racist. But when things like this are happening in America, when white people are killing us like this in our homes, you know, because they feel threatened, because they think we did some shit. How do you combat with that? How do you feel safe interacting or being out in public or going to a certain place knowing that that is that type of stigma on your back? What's sad is that 
there is no real motive. You know what I'm saying? Besides him being black and the white man claiming he was fucking video recording this nigga. How the fuck is he going to get in your crib, fam? That's some dumb shit. Of course, whites will throw, you know, schizophrenia in the mix, giving that the white man, you know, is not mentally correct. You know how they do. That's their go-to. Every time a white person does some type of crime, they always try to say it's a mental problem and they always try to blame it on the, you know, mental capacity of the person. Like, y'all didn't go through any trauma through y'all history. If there's anybody in this world that needs therapy, that has mental problems, it's black people, period, and minorities because we've endured the most struggle through time. But the fact that white people always want to throw that shit in the mix, fam, y'all always want to throw that shit in the mix, no. No, ho. No. <laughs> but, but if you do want to throw that in the mix, the judge should have thrown that into consideration when Tyreek brought forth the order of protection. This is a crazy person that lives in my car- apartment complex. Why don't y'all have somebody watching this crazy-ass white man because he's threatening me? Now, if he would have beat his ass, he would have went to jail for that shit, for beating up some old, helpless white man, even though the white man is fucking crazy, threatening to kill him. Like, that's some BS. Had it been on the other foot, okay, had it been on the other foot, you best believe, you best believe that that white man or Tyreek would be in jail and that white man would have been singing singing for the choir about how he was traumatized and beaten and all this bullshit. Like, what the fuck? And then in addition, like, if this is schizophrenia or whatever, why hasn't he killed any other neighbor before this? Why hasn't there been any other confrontations? You know, why now? No, no, no harassment was made aware by surrounding neighbors prior to, you know, was Tyreek being black a trigger? Is is black skin a trigger for your schizophrenia, James? Like, how is it that you've been living there all this time and no one else has been attacked? This new neighbor who happens to be black and a young male comes and hasn't even been living there a year and he's a trigger for you and now you feel threatened and now you kill him with the shotgun in front of his apartment hate crimes are real and if you think they don't exist you are a part of the problem it hurts you know what i'm saying this could have been my little brother or cousin you know how is it that black people are one of the most feared and mistreated people on this earth still the judge who did uh, dismiss his administrative, well, did it dismiss his uh, order of protection is on administrative leave, bullshit. Um, but James, the white man, will be charged with murder. But at the end of the day, a truly innocent life is gone for no real apparent reason other than the hate. And again, he was a good black man you know what i'm saying a young gifted black man who didn't hurt nobody didn't bother nobody did everything that he could to get himself out of his situation for the betterment of his life for america to try to say we're thugs try to say we're ingrant try to say we're ghetto try to say we bring these type of situations to ourselves did tyreek ask for that shit he didn't ask for that. He didn't ask to get killed with a shotgun after he moved across the world, you know, state to fucking better his life for a job opportunity to be an engineer. I hope James gets, you know, 100 years in fucking prison. That schizophrenia bullshit, that mental disease bullshit. They need to create a law that bans that from uh, murder, murderous crimes. If you're crazy, you kill somebody, I don't give a fuck. 
you need to go to jail, period. Because you should have been getting proper help beforehand if you're going to throw that shit. You know what I'm saying? Still, it's racially, it's a racially fucked up system. But if you want to play the game, let's get technical then. If you are somebody that has a mental problem you're supposed to be seeking help you're supposed to have that shit under control so if you've been living with this type of disease and no one's been taking care of you or you haven't been getting the proper care that you need and you go commit a violent crime you should be held accountable for that shit period at the end of the day because it's your responsibility as an adult to make sure that you're seeking the right help but of course do they even say that shit in the court like i need to be a lawyer period <laughs> like that needs to be a law though i feel like that should be a law if you're gonna throw mental diseases out there for heinous murderous crimes then you need to go back and look at the history have you been getting treatment have you been going to see a doctor have you been taking medication no 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 then your ass need to go to jail period tyreek hudson okay tyreek hudson tyreek hudson I'm going to keep following up on it. I haven't seen any updates about the story yet, but I thought you guys should know that this is a crime that happened. Uh, innocent young black man, life was taken. You know, he didn't have any weapons on him. He hadn't threatened James, none of that. James came out his door and shot Tyreek. I hope the situation opens up more minds, you know what I'm saying, to hate crimes and for us being more aware of the treatment of black people, especially black men and black girls. I mean, it's it's... It's crazy. It's crazy. That's all I have for y'all today here on Blacklist Episode 3. Make sure you guys tune in with me next week. I'll have a new episode, new topics. I'm definitely going to try to get a follow-up on the Tyreek Hudson and the Missing Black Girls because that's something that is developing and, and needs to be developed, as well as BNC. Um, again, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter. I'll make sure I post the link for BNC in case y'all want to apply because, I mean, you know, this gives us a lead way. You know what I'm saying? This gives us a foot in the door uh, to be able to get that job and get Get that exposure. Get that representation. I'm a big, big believer in representation by any means necessary. <laughs> As always, I do like to end with the quote. Remember, by changing nothing, nothing ever changes. Peace out. Thank you for listening.